everyone, it's time for another episode of Fun Kids Meets. This is where we bring the most interesting people to you every single week. All sorts of people, from celebrities, people who do cool things in space, we've got authors, and right now, we've got the queen of all the authors. It's <laughs> Bex! Yay, I was happy I, when you said you were going to speak to a cool people cool person i was hoping i would be included in that and you did include me in that Thanks. you are very much included in that bracket bex yes. how are you i am super good thank you and yourself awesome awesome excited to hear about who you are going to be meeting today on fun kids meets fun kids meets uh yeah so i had a chat recently with louisa olafui uh, she is the founder not just the founder though she's also the author at kunda kids she basically saw a gap in the market and was like i am heading in there so she's written a bunch of books with more on the way uh, all about african kings and queens from ye olden days oh excellent stuff yeah, so like, uh, to be honest, I, and I did say this to her, it's weird how there's loads of royal families. We know like, you know, the Tudors and the Stuarts and the Victorians. We know our royal families, but we don't know other countries' royal families. Uh, so she, in the books, has done like really beautiful picture books all about uh, some places in Africa, like uh, Ghana, Mali, Uganda, South Africa, and um, their former incredible kings and queens. Right. Well, I'm I for one, I'm already excited because I love kings and queens and all of that sort of stuff. So let's get let's get to the fun kids bingo side of things. The fun kids meets bingo. Uh, This is where I try and guess some of the themes that you chat about in your interview. So I feel like I've may have given it too much away there, Sean. I apologize. Don't worry. I'm not going to I'm not going to steal. I'm not going to cheat. That's not that's not that's not my game. I reckon um, I'm going to guess. Are we going to learn about the kings and queens of africa's armies you know how like you can hear about um roman armies and the tudor armies and all of that sort of stuff is there going to be stuff about the african kings and queens armies i think i'd be quite interested in that that's one thing that i'm just having i'm hazarding a guess here people this isn't stuff that's definitely in there it might be in there um also because i love i love a good munch i want to know about the sort of food that was being enjoyed by the African kings and queens were their feasts. What was going on? Um, that is going to be in my second call for the Fun Kids Meets Bingo. And the third thing, I want to know about the jewels. What 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 are these guys wearing? You can tell that you can tell what I'm interested in when it comes to royalty, Bex. I'm all about the gimmicks. You you're all about the the kind of physical uh, things you can own, right? Like yeah. armies. Yeah, I don't want to know about the valour of these royalties. I don't want to know about their morals. I just want to know about what fancy stuff they're wearing, how powerful their armies are, and what they're having for breakfast. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a magic word. Um, part of me wants to go for castle, but I just think that's just too obvious. I think we need to go more random. Mm. I'm gonna go cornflakes. I know that's two, but I just like to pluck something out of nowhere. I got really close the other week when I almost just went for banana during a science interview. And I was so close because they start chatting about peanut butter and banana sandwiches, but I didn't go for it in the end. So I'm going to go for cornflakes as the magic random word. If that's in there, whoa, are we having a party on our own in our socially distanced rooms? I'll be making cornflake cakes on my own, if you are correct, Sean. And spoiler alert, I have no cornflakes in the house. Um, so, uh, well, should we give a listen to the interview and find out whether you were right on Let's any of those things? Let's find out. Here we go. I am joined right now down the line by Louisa Olafui. Hi, Louisa. How are you doing? Hi, Bex. I'm very good, thank you. Excited to be here. How are you? I Well, I'm excited to have you here because I've... 
No, I don't want to sound like a stalker, but I've been looking through a lot of your work and it's really good. Thank you so much. So uh, I should say to our listeners, you're the founder of uh, Kunda Kids. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. I am Louisa, co-founder of Kunda Kids and uh, Kunda Kids is a publishing house and creative studio. We are a team of writers, illustrators, editors, musicians and animators. And um, I'd like to say that, you know, proudly say that we really all work together with a single purpose in mind. And that's to inspire the next generation of young people uh, about ancient and modern African history and culture. So we have books, uh, we're currently working on some music and some animation and just basically lots of fun content for kids to learn about the world around them. Oh, this is interesting because I obviously knew about the books and I know you've got activity books and stuff like that as well. But the music side of things, that's a bit exciting. Yeah, I know. I'm really excited to get involved in it too. Um, I wouldn't say I'm personally musically gifted, but um, I know how powerful music can be in reaching young people, le- helping young young people learn about the world around them and also connecting people across cultures. So I think it's going to be a fantastic project for us. Yeah, super important. Now, you mentioned it was all about kind of delving into Africa's history and um, you've started off, you've got uh, Africa's Little Kings and Queens. That's a, a book series of four so far. Um, yes. And you focused on historical figures that I think it's important to know about, but maybe we're not really taught about in school. Yes, indeed. Um, well, you know, we, my husband and I, Dele, founded Kinder Kids and started writing these stories because we were looking for books for our son, who's just about to turn two, but we're looking for stories that he could enjoy now and also grow into. Something fun, something where he'll be able to like learn lessons and develop his own kind of personality and good moral foundation. And we just kind of really struggled with finding the kind of content that we wanted. Um, And then we just kind of, we just started very informally writing some ideas together. And before we knew it, we had found an amazing children's book editor and initially started just with the plan of having these books created for my son for Christmas. But the more we spoke about what we were writing to with friends and family, they said, we, we, you have to make these available for other people. Like this is something that's uh, wonderful and going to be touching the lives and hearts of many other people. So we said, OK, let's try and scale it as much as we can. Because they're really beautifully illustrated books. And um, thank you. They're so lovely and so vibrant to read. Um, can you tell us about the, the, the people you focused on in each book? Because I think it's really interesting. Like I'm just a pop proper history geek and I just love it. <laughs> so, yeah, can you tell us a bit about the people you focused on? Absolutely. So um, Africa's Little Kings and Queens, it's inspired by um, four incredible and influential people that exist in real life in ancient Africa. Um, each character has made an incredible contribution you know, to the world in the time that they were alive and also to the world that we see today. I'll start off with Queen Ya. Um, she's one of our characters and she's the lead character in the book Queen Ya Saves the Golden Stool. And uh, Queen Ya, if I was to describe her in two words you know she's brave and uh, she's responsible and she is the brave and responsible leader of the Ashanti kingdom in which she rules and in the story her job is to protect the golden stool so you know when she hears of a story that some people want to rob it and take it and um, dismantle their her kingdom she's like I'm not having it and she has a plan and she knows just what to do so what's interesting about this story is that there was an actual Queenia and her full name was Queenia Asantiwa, 
from the Ashanti Kingdom, as it was called then, is now what we know to be Ghana today, which is in West Africa. And um, it's based on a real life story of Ya Asantua, who actually did try and save the golden stool during a time when it was trying to be taken. So we took a lot of inspiration from history, but we turned it into like a wonderful fictional story that children can enjoy. And, uh, you know, she was just such a bold and brave character because it takes a lot, I think, regardless of who you are, whether you're a queen of the Ashanti kingdom or whether you're just a normal person, <laughs> a parent and young person, it takes a lot from you to stand up and protect something that you know is important to you. And sometimes in, in, in light of fear of what's gonna happen, it's sometimes it's hard to do the right thing. So we were really inspired by her story. The second person is uh, Mansa Musa, and Mansa Musa, for whatever reason, seems to be my son's favorite. Now, Mansa Musa, the story is about um, this leader of the Mali Empire. So all of our characters, sort of leaders and kings and queens in their own empire. And he's a very, very, very rich person and really just doesn't know what to do with all of his resources. And uh, he gets a bright idea from a fruit seller one day. So the real Mansa Musa, was actually it is actually recorded to be one of the richest people in history and um, he not only had an incredible amount of wealth he owned such so much gold that the amount of gold that he owned devalued the amount of gold in the entire region um, but he also created one of the first uh, universities that was um, that scholars, mathematicians, astronomers, all sorts of incredibly um, smart and influential people studied to and studied at, and that university was also one of the uh, was known to have one of the largest collection of books at that time. So uh, in this story, Mansa Musa builds a school. Um, our aim is just to introduce young people to this innovative and, and, and generous leader who had all these things, but really the joy from having so much stuff and all these cool things that you could possibly ever want or need is the ability to share um to share and to be generous and, and and to share the good things that you have with other people instead of just sitting on all of it and being bored by yourself <laughs> and then our third character is queen kitami and uh, she's from uganda in east africa and uh, she is a very playful leader and she is the leader of Impororo. her story is really about the, the journey of making new friends and stepping out of your comfort zone. In real life, Queen Kitami was uh, a warrior queen uh, of Uganda in the Emperor Kingdom. Uh, Uganda is yeah obviously now in, in, in East Africa, as I mentioned before. And an interesting fact about her is that she actually led one of the um, first all female warrior units in, in that time. So she was, uh, an undeniable feminist and it was incredible that at that time she rallied up all of the women and she said you know all, all of the my army is basically going to be comprised of women so we thought that was pretty cool and uh, our last story is about Shaka Zulu who uh, quite a few people are aware of and Shaka Zulu uh, was the leader of the Zulu Empire which we now know today as South Africa and I think what's fun about this story is that most people, if you sort of Google Shaka Zulu or have any uh, history books where you might find anything about him, he's portrayed as being like this like sort of brutal, strong, um, I must lead, very macho character. But we were talking about the fact that 
as humans, we are all multidimensional. So we wanted to bring a different kind of personality to this story. And a lot of South Africans have said that they're really happy to see a Shaka Zulu who's smiling for a change, <laughs> as he's not usually smiling in the, a lot of the images you see of him. Um, but here in this story, the Zulu disco is in a matter of days, uh, but there's only one problem. The king of the, the kingdom, Shaka Zulu, cannot dance and has uh, some rhythmic challenges that he needs to overcome. So um, this story is really about just helping young people know that uh, it's okay to be unique. Everybody has their own style um, and uh, it's a lesson on self-confidence sort of based on uh, a real life king. You're not only hearing about the history of, uh, of somebody, but also like it's a good lesson to let, like, you know, you're learning about sharing or friendship or, or dancing and self-confidence, like all through these historical uh, figures. It's amazing. It's such a nice kind of two, two things to learn from one book. Thank you. Yes, I think it's it's good for young people to to know about these characters and be introduced to these historical um, influences. But at the same time, it's important that through these books they can develop on their soft skills um, and really take something away that's transferable and applicable to their everyday lives. Now, you've mentioned, obviously, you've got four little kings and queens there, and they're representing Ghana, is it Mali, Uganda, and South Africa? That's, that's Yes, right. correct. Um, but I reckon you must have had, you must have had a lot more to, like, whittle it down from. Do you have more in the pipeline? Because <laughs> surely there must be so many more. <laughs> well, just between um, you and me, Bex, yes, we do have some, uh, some more ideas in the pipeline. We are excited to be working on our second volume of Africa's Little Kings and Queens. Um, the, the, the kings and queens themselves and the kingdoms uh, to which they're from are still top secret, but we're really excited to be bringing more stories from more places in Africa and uh, introducing young people to yeah other people who are kind of going through life themselves and figuring things out as, as they go along. It's such an exciting series and I'm, I'm thrilled that we get to talk about it on Fun Kids because I'm always interested in kind of bits of history that maybe uh, we don't do it at school and I just think it's it's super important and yeah your books are just really fun. Thank you so much I mean I I, uh, I love the fact that I was um, born in Uganda and then also had um, the ability to be raised in the UK and I and I studied here and I was trying to think to myself back to my own history lessons when I was young and um, I have to say my experience is not too dissimilar to a lot of people that I've spoken to, both my age and, and younger as well, that sometimes in history, when you are taught about African history, it sort of starts and stops with slavery. Um, and for I think for young black children, it can be a, a bit uh, confusing because you might think, oh, I'm sure that my history is a lot more than that. Or it can be a bit uncomfortable because slavery was such an unfortunate time in our history. Um, and then I think for children who are uh, not black or not African, they can get the wrong idea about um, different people and, and get a negative sense about where they're from and not have like anything positive or inspiring to take away about that person's culture. When you know, in actuality, there's so many stories and incredible things to say about African history, you know, pre-slavery and pre-colonialization that, um, that young people are so intrigued to know about. So we just wanted to kind of like bring that to the surface a little bit. 
Oh, you definitely have. Well, um, we will hopefully have some more of those stories to, to share with everybody super soon, like you said. Um, but in the meantime, Louisa, thank you so much for chatting to us. It's been really, really interesting. And uh, everybody needs to check out Africa's Little Kings and Queens. You've got four books and activity books. What more do you need? <laughs> and stickers. <laughs> stickers. Perfect. And music soon as well. Thank you so much. That was brilliant. Thank you so much, Bex. Wow. I think that's the most wrong I've been for Fun Kids Meets Bingo of all time. But I still very much enjoyed the chat, though. Yeah, I mean, you were kind of close with the... You mentioned jewels and what they wore. Um, in Queen Yar, you find out about her golden stool, but, of course, uh, you don't really wear stools, do you? You don't really wear what you Am sit on. Am I not on. having that? No, not, not getting that. Uh, and also, you didn't you didn't talk about dancing. Dancing was in there. You didn't talk about building schools and making friends. Uh, they were the important themes. I mean, because I, you almost... I told you, Bex, I wasn't about the morals. I'm all... <laughs> this is the thing. As you were saying, like, you can tell my priorities. I was thinking, Sean is pretty materialistic uh, compared to the actual lovely kings and queens that Kunda kids have put together in their book. Yeah, you are... You'd be a very different kind of ruler, wouldn't you, Sean? <laughs> 100%. These seem like much nicer books than than what you would be the ones I'd write than the ones that I'd write about if it came to royalty oh yeah 100% if I could live in a world ruled by Sean off of The Breakfast Show or Mansa Musa I would go with the latter because I don't trust you Sean is what I'm saying. You, you, you are 100% correct. And uh, sadly, no mention of cornflakes. Which, you know, um, I I want to pretend I'm surprised by, but I'm not. I mean, it's why I mentioned at the beginning I have no cornflakes in the house because I was going to make some if you were right. Um, but I was I thought it was a safe bet. I wouldn't have to get any in the house because, yeah, cornflakes, not so much of a big thing in ancient Africa. Well, you just never know because sometimes you might just go off topic. Sometimes you might just, you know. I have been known to do that. That's fair. That's a good shout. I mean, sometimes... Of course, we have my crisp question. So generally, you know, we can get into muddy waters there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Got to be bold with the magic word. Otherwise, it's not going to be a great moment when, when it happens. And it will happen one, one of these weeks. Will it happen next week? Make sure you smash that subscribe button. Don't smash it, though, because you might break your device. Tap it gently. And uh, make sure you join us for Fun Kids Meets next week, where we'll be meeting more and more interesting people. Thank you, Bex. Thanks, Sean. Bye.